You're listening to the Call Me Mr. You, the podcast, your new home for inspiration, family, sports conversations, and a lot of other stuff. We're your all-purpose pod for an all-purpose life and your weekly mirror check before you go change the world, baby. Enjoy the show. Mr. You, thank you again for joining us on the All-Purpose Pod for an All-Purpose Life, wherever you are today and however you are listening to the Call Me Mr. You, the podcast. Thank you for making us a part of your morning, your day, and your week. We're your weekly mirror check before you go change the world. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, and the Twitter. Thank you for downloading and subscribing to our show wherever you enjoy your podcast. We're your weekly mirror check before you go change the world. Thanks again for joining us. Welcome back to the show. Let's go ahead and jump right in. This is a, a very common phrase that we hear so much, but what I want to do is kind of flesh it out a little bit more. Let's talk a little bit through it because I think that if we all got and understood this concept a little bit better, I think the world around us would be a lot better. Our personal circumstances would be a lot better as well. I think we'll live with purpose. We'll live with more of a focus on integrity and a mindset to serve and, and benefit others more than self-aggrandizing behavior if that makes sense but tomorrow's not promised it's a phrase that we hear all the time i know i said quite a bit people who are close to me are probably tired of hearing me say it but tomorrow's not promised as busy as my life is personally all the things i have my hands on and the things that i'm connected to the environments the communities that i am active winning part of hopefully even with all the notches on the calendar dates and goals dreams hopes and plans tomorrow still not promised do we really believe that or are we functioning in arrogance thinking we have all the time in the world i'm just asking for a friend today are we living the procrastinator's dream you know, we hear so much negativity around us, but should we ignore everything that sounds negative? Emphasis on sounds negative? Or are there some things we should actually consider? One thing that comes to mind is the futility of life. We hear that so much, but do we really think about it? I know we can harken back to just three years ago where we saw how futile or how, I guess, I'm struggling to find the word, but I guess how fleeting life can be. That's what I wanted to say. We saw that a few years ago, how fleeting life can be, but it, it, it appears to be that three years later, we've forgotten how fleeting life can be until we're touched personally. Then we get a, a reboot and we remember that every day 
is not some credit given to us because we've been good people. But every day is an opportunity. I think about one of the wisest kings, considered the wisest king in all of biblical and any other history. A king by the name of Solomon, who was the son of King David, who would arguably be the greatest king ever in history. Was Solomon just a negative Nelly? Or was there a larger point to what he was saying about the futility of life? Solomon was considered the wisest of all kings and all men for that matter. Some of the things that he shared were really profound. I want to share some with you guys today so you can get an idea of where we're going with this episode and why I said what I said about Solomon and why we need to think about what he was talking about. Bear in mind now, just for context, Solomon was not only the wisest of all kings and above all men for that matter, but also, also, he had what looked like limitless wealth. So he was not only wise, but he had everything. That he needed. So God was on his side. He won battles against enemies, foreign and domestic, but he also had everything that he needed. Not one thing was left as a need. Bear that in mind when you hear some of the things that he said out of his mouth. I'm going to say them real slow and take my time with it. I want you to hear this, ponder this, and think about it. If you got to rewind it back, please do, but don't miss this. Think about it. He's the wisest of all kings and he had everything. This is some of the things that he said. He said, under the sun, the race is not to the swift, nor the battle to the strong, nor bread to the wise, nor wealth to the intelligent, nor success to the skillful. But time and chance govern them all. For man does not know his time. He also said, what has been will be again. What has been done will be done again. There's nothing new under the sun. I also saw other things in this life that were not fair. The fastest runner does not always win the race. The strongest soldier does not always win the battle. Wise people don't always get the food. Smart people don't always get the wealth. Educated people don't always get the praise they deserve. When the time comes, bad things can happen to anyone. He also went on to say this. Whoever loves money never has enough. Whoever loves wealth is never satisfied with their income. This too is meaningless. As goods increase, so do those who consume them. And what benefit are they to the owners except To feast their eyes on them. The sleep of a laborer is sweet. Whether they eat little or much. But as for the rich, their abundance permits them no sleep. I have seen a grievous evil under the sun. Wealth hoarded to the harm of its owners. Or wealth lost through some misfortune. So that when they have children, there is nothing left for them to inherit. Everyone comes naked from their mother's womb. And as everyone comes... So they depart. They take nothing from their toil that they can carry in their hands. This is out of the mouth of the wisest man on the earth. And arguably the most wealthy king on the earth. So he wasn't lacking for any needs. Physically or otherwise. And this is what he said. Was Solomon a negative Nelly or was there a larger point here that we were trying to get to? 
It's just easy to get comfortable with the way things are. But ask yourself some questions. Think about this. Has the investment been worth the return? Relationships should have the same approach, but we assume too much. Life comes at you fast. You need to really start caring about that. Seriously. What do you do when the wind blows away all your hard work and you have to start all over again? Unable to retrieve any return on your investment. You ever seen a child try to build uh, a house made of dominoes or a house made of blocks? And the household pet comes and knocks them all over just when they're almost done with the last brick, with the last block. You ever seen a child go apoplectic and practically lose their mind because they were almost done with their project, almost done with their goal. And the happy tail wagging household pet knocks the whole project down. They got to start all over again, theoretically. That's how a child, how a toddler acts. But how do you act when the winds of change, when the winds of change come and blow away all your hard work, everything you thought was worthwhile, everything you thought that it was a good investment for you to put your time in at the loss of maybe your family time, at the loss of your own personal self-care, whatever you sacrificed to build this project, to build this work. And now you got to start all over again because the wind blew it all down. And you can't get any return on your investment, your time, the money you spent. What do you do then? What if you need to say it, but you delay saying it, hoping you could the next time, but there is no next time. We take for granted too much that we think tomorrow is promised to us. Yeah, it's a calendar date. Somebody may see it, but there's no guarantee it's going to be you. See, we get caught up in arrogance, and I believe that's a really big part of this because we think that we're so good and so kind and so right and so justified that why wouldn't God want us to be here for another five years, ten years? We bring so much to the table. But it's arrogance and foolishness together in one big steaming hot cocktail because it's not true. It's not promised to us. What is the last time you saw that person that you should have said it to, but you didn't say it? What if it, that's the last time you see them? If it's indeed the really last time. What happens when the clock stops? My old mentor, Dr. Miles Monroe, God rest his soul, miss him so much. One thing he said was so accurate. I just paraphrased. I don't want to butcher his quote. But he said that the graveyard is the place of most potential. Poems and books that were never written. Songs that were never written, inscribed, plans that were never made and came to fruition, building projects that never got off of the floor, never got out of the blueprint stage. So many things that were supposed to be done that never got done because the clock stopped. And perhaps most of these folks didn't use their time wisely. They missed the moment. Tomorrow's not promised to any one of us. Fill the calendar with events, hopes, dreams, and expectations all you want. But they're not guaranteed. There's a teensy-weensy bit of arrogance in the idea that tomorrow will be exactly the same as today. 
and we shouldn't expect anything different. But trust me when I say this, this is indeed arrogance. This King Solomon had everything a person could want. And these were his post-blessing reactions. After he was already blessed, seeing the fulfillment of an incredible life. This is what he said. What did that indicate to you? The thinking person, the thinking listener. What does that tell you? What did he see and understand that we still miss in our everyday life, everyday disciplines, everyday walk? We have little in comparison. And we say it's not enough for us. We want more. We deserve more. We're so good and justified. We should have more. Why am I being treated like that? I deserve better than that. I deserve better than him. I deserve better than her. Solomon had everything and said it was too much. And it meant little. Maybe. Maybe what matters wasn't found in intangible after all, like we originally thought. Tomorrow is not promised. Don't waste today. Wherever you are and however you listen to They Call Me Mr. You, the podcast, thank you again for making us a part of your morning, your day, and your week. We are your weekly mirror check. Before you go change the world, you can find us on Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, and the Twitter. Thanks for joining us again. We so appreciate your support. Keep it coming. Have a great day. Please enjoy the music. Think about what I said. Tomorrow is not promised. Do not waste today. Enjoy the music. Coach out. Thanks again for listening to the Call Me Mr. You, the podcast. Hope you enjoyed the show. Please like, share, and subscribe to our YouTube channel for all of our full-length live episodes. And of course, if you're an audio listener, wherever you enjoy your podcast listening, you can find the Call Me Mr. You, the podcast. Hope you enjoyed the show. Go change the world. Coach out.